Thank y'all for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raisin Gray Studios. Big shout out to Derm Dude. Go check them out for all your beard, body, and tattoo needs. Par Hopper Golf Apparel, uh, Williams Tire, Nobles Networking, Gridiron Coffee, uh, and all the local businesses that have came on board to help us this year. Thank you for a great 2021. And our management company, Red Circle. Thank you for all the corporate sponsors that you've brought on board. Very much appreciate it. Uh, it is 2 o'clock New Year's Eve, and uh, this is going to be one of the last shows I do of the year. Well, this will be the last sober show I do of the year anyway. Uh, I got my buddy in here with me. He's been on a show with us before, uh, Mr. Matt Jackson. He has a documentary called Diving Into Darkness. And uh, he said he's got some shit that's going to drop my jaw today. Yeah. So uh, I'm ready for it, dude. But the episode that we did before, um, the first one, one of the best well-received episodes I've done. I appreciate that. They absolutely I, I really you. do. I really do. And it is, it's good to be back. It really is. Well, I'm glad you wanted to. I'm just sorry that it's, uh, we, it took a little bit of work to get us in here together. Yeah, but at least yeah. I'm ending the year on a good note, would you? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it was, it was, it was hell getting here, but, but we made it. Um, I, I'm just going to start straight off the top. Well, yeah, I want to know what's been going on. You said it's... Yeah, uh, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, last episode, we, we filmed uh, the documentary drop, Diving Through Darkness. And, yeah. And I think in the in the last probably five or ten minutes of it, I was like, that, that meaning to me has been one of the most uh, crazy meanings ever because the, the documentary was actually filmed by an atheist who didn't believe in God at all. Oh, shit. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, that's, that's, that's something to drop on you, but... He, uh, he gave that meaning, and that led into that documentary and, and inspiring so many people to where, you know, not only was it through the darkness that I was going through of being blind and stuff like that. By the way, where can they, if they haven't seen the documentary yet, where, where can they go get it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Modern, uh, look up Modern Goonie on YouTube. Um, that's, my, that's my past life. But uh, <laughs> uh, type in Diving Through Darkness, and you can, you can see it. But that was, that was a documentary that was supposed to be on, aired on Discovery, History, and Net Geo, but COVID hit, and they couldn't send the film crew back down to film the rest. So, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, so the Diving Through Darkness, it, it meant, you know, me, me going through my struggles, my depressions um, and everything and, and going through that and, and God bringing me out in a, in a beautiful way. But it, it kept folding over, man. For the longest time, I was like, you know, Diving Through Darkness, what does that mean to me? And I was sitting there in my room one day. This is after the documentary had aired. People were giving awesome feedback. Well, and just, in, just in case, by the way, they didn't hear the first episode, just uh, Matt was real big uh, in competitive fishing. Yeah, and uh, he was out fishing one day, and he looked down and looked back up, and he lost his eyesight pretty much. Right, like give yeah. him a little, give him a little yeah, bit of a rundown okay. to it, okay. just in case. I got you. I got we we you. want him to go back and listen to the first episode. Of but maybe some of them didn't. Yeah. So uh, about three and a half years ago, um, I was doing YouTube full time, traveling up and down the East Coast. Uh, didn't have a worry in the world. Had a new truck, new boat, and and fishing the the redfish tour. And me and my buddy were putting the boat in one day, and uh, something I looked in the water and all of a sudden the water like there was blood in it and I put my hand in the water and next thing I know I'm like well there's blood on my hands and I went to go wipe my hands off and I was like it's not coming off and that's when it hit me I'm like this is this is inside my eyes so I looked I looked at my buddy Kyle and I was like man is my eye bleeding he goes no I said man I'm seeing blood like all over you and everything um, and that was that was a turning point of diabetic retinopathy and I went through uh, double detached retinas, 13 eye surgeries, um, and that left me with 0% in my left eye and around 5% in my right eye, no peripheral, no spot on. Um, I can see shapes, color, contrast, 
Um, and and the, drive my truck. Yeah, I did drive his truck. I did drive his truck. I didn't do too bad, though. I didn't. I had a lot of alcohol that night. And I still, there's still people <laughs> like, you let a blind guy drive your truck. Yeah. And I was like, hey. This is something that blew your mind. I, 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 <laughs> I, still, I still, to this day, have a valid driver's license. Yeah, I don't understand that. And I still have my uh, carry weapons permit. You have a carry permit? Dude, check this out. This is so cool. That's why I love Georgia. Georgia state law, they cannot uh, take away your rights to protect yourself, even if you're handicapped. Really? Yep. You are going to shoot somebody you don't mean to <laughs> so goddamn quick. Pin the tail on the robber. So that was the, that was the best news ever, man. So, so yeah, but... Yeah, that's kind of the backstory, um, and it's and it's led me through a, a crazy journey. Um, I am I am blessed. I'll be the first to tell you that. And if they offer to give me my eyesight back, um, I don't know if I'd take it. I don't know because I've learned so much being blind than when I could see. Man, you know, you always hear the saying, uh, "Reality is an illusion," and that yeah. that is so true. It is. We get caught up in in this world, and it's like all this judgmental stuff and everything. But when you when you close your eyes, you look at for the world of, of what it is and what it's saying and who it truly is with as far as its colors. It's a beautiful thing, dude. That's cool, dude. So that's cool. But anyway, now the backstory. There you go. See, uh, now, now they got a little bit of a I fucking got you. idea. You I, know? I, got you, go. I got you. I got you. I got you. Don't okay. worry. I got you. I got you, buddy. <laughs> We're gonna get through this. <laughs> um. Yeah. The, um. I'm almost. I'm gonna say straight up off the top. Um. Those of you listening to this tape, if if what I'm about to say is is gonna blow your mind, just just tune in because I was I was right there with you all when all this stuff happened to me, and I did not choose this path. Um, by no means God threw me into this and, and he gets all the glory on this tape. So this is not nothing Matt did. This is just me opening my life. So with that being said, we'll start with story time. So documentary was released. Um, again, diving through darkness, the, the meaning of what it meant to me while I was sitting there in my room one day and it was like, Hey man, um, it was almost like, you know, God was talking to me and, and said, Hey, you remember what I got you through, what I brought you out of? And I was like, yeah, he goes, I need you to go back and do the same thing. I need you to go help these people that are dealing with depression, anxiety, suicide. I need you, I need you to, to go in and, and be the light to them in their darkness. And I'm like, I got chills uh, saying it. And I was like, okay. So sure enough, I started going to these um, rehab clinics and, and talking to these people who, and if you've never been in a rehab clinic, um, as far as like going in to speak or visit someone, that's a dark place too. Like, uh, yeah. That's that's darker than than the majority of situations I've ever well, been it's their in. own personal hell and like it kind of exactly. that's the you know best you like, said it the best way it's it, their it, own personal exactly. hell and you can tell when you're in there that it is hell for those people yeah exactly exactly so I did that for the longest time man and and I would go talk to prisoners and, and these hardcore criminals and people were like look man like I'm not getting no responses out of them so you go in there just just being prepared like you're gonna hear crickets and Josh I'm not lying to you man and it was my testimony that that carried me through that. But t- going in there and telling those guys, real recognizing real of, yeah. of hey, this is what I've been through. I, my story's no greater or worse than yours by no means. And and talking to these guys by the end of the by the end of the speech, it would be quiet. And I'm like, okay, like <laughs> was I that good? You're speechless. And they'd be crying, bawling yeah. every single one of bawling, crying. So I was like, this is this is amazing. And so many people were like, yo, this is helping me out. And I'm like, okay, this is awesome. Well, that um. That 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 kept going for the longest time, and then um, going going back around to uh, the beginning of of, of this year, um, a thing things started changing. I started I started walking away from social media, and it was like you know what, like it, it's not this is not about me no more. Like 
Um, I've been blessed with this testimony. I've been blessed with, you know, me, me, me going blind and everything. So is this where God wants me in life? And, and I still had an empty, empty spot. And, um, all starting in the month now, starting in the month of August, this is when the, this is when the craziness really happened. Um, I had one of the, uh, greatest tragedies of my life, uh, a, a man who pretty much raised me, um, since I was little and my, my one of my best friends, my papa had passed away. Oh, fuck you. And, uh, <laughs> I don't want to do this no more. I, I know, man, I know. I, I, I didn't want to drop, I didn't want to drop the ball on you. So, so, so he passes. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> he passes, man. And, um, I know, man, I, I'm sorry. Mm. So, so he, no, if you'd have told me that before you got here, I'd probably be like, hey, let's wait a week. Yeah, I know, man. Oh, you're good. You're I, good. I, Is this probably what you're probably in the place you're supposed to be right now? Yeah. So, uh, so he passes, and that, that kind of that kind of stops my world, man. And, and you know, I'm I, I, I was dealing with a lot. And then the day that we, we buried the man, um, I go back home and I find out one of the most tragic things to ever happen to me in my life like me going blind was nothing compared to the betrayal the lies and everything due to this situation and i can't get into it because it's just not time yet but but when it hit me i'm sitting here thinking you know i i've done so much good for everyone again what have i done to deserve this and everything not not realizing um the, the good to come out of it and i had i had a rage and anger man like i really wanted to go kill the guy i'm yeah. like 100 um and for the next week or so man I, I stayed on my knees begging god to take this away from me like i, I know this is not of you like please i'm begging you and and it, and it would not go away it would not the rage and the anger and just the the mental playback of the backstabbing and, and everything just kept going and building up and building up and, and finally my buddy comes over to my house and we're sitting there and we're working on a project and um he goes uh, he goes man what's your deal and I told him like I I, I vented it out to him and yeah. I, I I pretty much snapped on him and um I said it's I said it's it's crazy because God won't take this from me and he goes well he said um you ever heard of deliverance and I was like, the movie? And he goes, no, man, you know, deliverance, like um, like casting out demons and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, I'm like, I was at this point, like I, I was willing to try anything. And um, I was like, what is this, like a crash court kit I can order on Amazon? Like, yeah. you know someone, you know a guy? He goes, yeah, I know a guy. I said, well, then you call him. We're going to run it right now. Like, I, like we're get, this is happening right now. Not even knowing what it was. I don't know what the fuck it is. Oh, yeah, we'll get into it. Um. So for the next couple of days, um, he said, my buddy's going to call you, and uh, you just talk to him and tell him what you're going through. So he calls me. He said, you know, super nice guy, super nice guy. And um, he goes, hey, man, what are, you, what are you going through? And I was telling him and all that stuff. He goes, well, I want you to do some things. He said, I want you to pray, but I want you to pray in this way. I want you to start binding and loosening things. And I was like, okay. He said, you know, in the book of Matthew, it says what's bound, here, what's bound on earth is bound in heaven. What is loosened on earth is loosened in heaven. And at this point, I'm like, what is this dude talking about? So he goes, all right, the anger that you're dealing with, he goes, start binding it. He said, bind it in the name of Jesus. And I'm like, okay, so I'm listening to this guy, and he hangs up the phone. Well, this the the next couple of days leading up, because it was like a week and a half before Deliverance Day, weird stuff started happening, dude. I was sick to my stomach. I didn't eat for three days. Being a diabetic now, I didn't yeah. eat for three days. And it was just, I, I felt weird, like there was an internal change going on in my body. And... um. 
the, the, the two nights before I called my buddy and they were up on a camping trip with that guy. And I said, dude, I was crying. I was like, dude, I am willing to walk to this man right now. I said, the voices I'm hearing, the, the anger I have, like, this has got to stop. And he's like, look, man, just stick with it. It's working. We'll see you in two days. So I get curious. And I'm like, what is, what is deliverance? Let me look it up. So I start Googling it, dude. And I'm seeing people, like, laying hands on people, casting out demons, them crawling up the wall, claw, like, yeah. like scratching, biting, spitting. I'm like... This is like they're they're acting this out like there's there's no way this is real. So, going, so we go to South Carolina. Um, my buddy's driving me, and I say my buddy because I don't want no names released. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. We, uh, we, okay. That's you, you know these people, by the way. Yeah. So my buddy uh, is driving me, and it's a silent car ride the whole way. And he goes, he goes, what do you think you're getting yourself into? And I was like, I don't know, man. I, I'm sure it's like a shed in the marsh, like way back, single <laughs> sing, single light bulb with the chair. Like I'm thinking like Salem witch trials, oh, like yeah, exorcist yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, and he starts laughing. Well, well, sure enough, dude, we pull up and we we drive all the way in the back of the woods and we pass this trailer park and we come up to this this single wide trailer. And um, I looked at him. I was like, well, I wasn't too far off. And he started laughing. He goes, no, you wouldn't. Dude. I walk up in the house, and this dude, um, he, he would tower you, swole, built yeah. guy. Uh, you can tell he's a, he's a gangbanger in his past. Uh, gives me a big old hug, and his wife is there, and we start talking and everything, and he goes, are you ready, man? And I said, yeah. I said, how long, how long does this take? And he goes, oh, it can take anywhere between, you know, an hour or eight hours. And I was yeah. like, I was like, eight hours? Like, what are we going to do about my blood sugar? And he calmly looks. He goes, oh, we'll get God to level it out for you. Like, you're good. And I'm like, I'm like, are you, like, I believe in God, but I've never seen him work like this. Yeah. And like they, their faith, dude, was like through the roof. And I'm like, okay. He goes, we're going to walk back here in the prayer room and um, and we'll get started. So I heart's pounding, dude. I'm nervous. I walk into this room and it is it is the most. Cl- people are Catholics, aren't they? No, 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 what no, are no, they? no. Um, actually, I don't even think they're, uh, they're non-denominal. Not, okay. Okay. Um, so I, I walk up in, in this room and it is like this, this beautiful prayer room. Um, and, and it's it's tranquil, it's just peaceful, man. And they they uh, they start praying, not no chanting or anything like that, just normal prayers, like you know, Father, in the name of Jesus, like we ask you to come down and help us and everything else. So, I'm in the back of my mind, like this is all hocus pocus, like yeah. this, th- like there's no way this is going to work. And they sit me in the chair, man, and he prays over everyone, looks at my buddy, and I look at my buddy, like, dude, why are you wasting my time with this? Josh, I am not lying when I tell you that when this man touched me and started praying within five seconds, there were four people in that room. Yeah. When he started praying, it was like an army of God came and was in that room, and my chair was in the middle of a battlefield, evil on one side, angels on the other side, and it was a a war going on, and I felt nothing. Yeah, I look at my I look at Kyle. Stomach is like it's on fire. There feels like there's ashes hitting the back of my throat. I'm like, dude, I'm I'm scared. And he smiles. He goes, It's okay, man. It's okay. Just just let it happen. And I look back at these at this person, and um, he starts calling out these these spirits. And I'm like, All right, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. And then finally, they hit they hit one. And when it released, dude, it it went from my stomach, shot up to my throat. And I go and throw up this thing, like throw it up. And when I mean, I ate breakfast that morning, and what I ate, I did not throw up. It was literally a ball of of red with like um, 
uh, it looks like veins coming off yeah. of it. And it smelt like burnt brimstone and ashes for like 15 seconds. And then after that, it was like I was released from it. And it this went on. And I look at Kyle like, what has just happened? My mind's blown because I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, what in the world? And the guy looks at me and his wife and they go, we told you, like, this is real. So I sit back in the chair, and they're they're fighting these things with scripture. And the whole time, they're in my in my mind. I'm sitting there like thinking I can hear these things talking. And all of a sudden, it was like um, I I don't know this for sure, and I didn't see nothing. But it was like Jesus was like Matthew, look at me, look at me. Yeah. And I look would look straight ahead, dude. And it was like I was looking over water that Peter walked on. And he was like, come to me. And I never saw him. I never saw him. It was just glass water uh, into like a uh, an abyss, like a white abyss. And he was like, walk to me, Matthew, walk to me. So as I'm doing this, this whole battle's going on. I, I'm not even like in my body at this point. <laughs> and this, th- what felt like 30 seconds with him lasted eight hours in that room. Yeah. When, when they got done, man, um, they had to pick me up off the floor. My body, it felt like the Holy Spirit was running through me so much where I could I could have charged this whole building just by touching the the breaker box. Yeah. And um that it it, it messed with my mind because on, on the whole ride on the whole car ride home, I'm like, what is what just happened? You know, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around this is like hocus pocus. And um my buddy was like, you know, this is this is real stuff, man. He's like, matter of fact, he's like, go go start reading the Gospels again. You know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And he's like, a third of Jesus' ministries was casting out demons and healing the sick. And when I got back home, man, um, I had such a radiating glow that people didn't even have to ask me what happened. They would just look at me and they're like, dude, like, you're glowing. And the next, I, I got so addicted to it that the next week... I wanted to go back for more because I was like, the experience that I've experienced, I've experienced it one more time in my life, and that was the night I was going to kill myself, and God came down and was holding me and showed me all these visions of what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And I hadn't had that in so long. I wanted that again. Well, we go back into the second round, and sure enough, like all this stuff is going down. I'm, I'm hacking up demons. I'm coughing them out. I'm crying them out. Sometimes they would come out in uh, crying, man, and I would and I would fall to my knees, and it was like I was bowing to Jesus. I was bowing to God, and and I would ask myself mentally, like, is this gone? And like it was like an angel was standing beside me, and it's like Matthew, it's done. It's done, Matthew. It's gone. Like it's out. And um, I got I get chills talking about it, dude because it, it was it was so powerful. I'm like. I I, I want to do this. Like this is this is amazing. So we I go back home and Bryce asked me, he goes, um, so how did it go? Well I'm I'm telling Bryce like I'm telling you, and you about had the same look that Bryce does, like this dude is this dude is absolutely crazy. Like, I don't think you're crazy. I, I don't uh I don't it ain't that I don't believe in that shit, but I know enough about it that there's enough people in the world that say that it happens. Yeah. That you have to you have to be aware of it. Exactly. I'm, you know, you have to you have to be aware of it. Um, I'll ask you this though, because it's one of the things that I, I look into, or I'm looking into with some other things in my life. But did you did you drink anything at all once you got into this house? 
Did you? Or did you no, no, no. I did not. So, so okay. in in deliverance, you're not allowed to drink and you're not allowed to swallow. You just okay. get, you have to spit in a trash can. Okay. I, and I and I knew I knew that's exactly my mindset. I was like, look, I'm not accepting nothing. I'm not taking no medicine. Yeah. Like I, I I the only thing I took was my insulin before I went into that house. Yeah. So yeah, and I, I was fully on board with this because I, I I didn't know these people. Yeah. And if I don't know you, like I'm not going to accept anything. So. I get back and uh, I tell my tell my buddy this and he's like, dude, there's no way. Like, <laughs> you can, he starts laughing. I was like, I, I, and at this point I'm like, I'm not crazy. Like, I can't make this up, dude. And um, so I went back for a third time, and um, they they they've laid hands on people and have healed them. So at this point they're like, they're it, we're going to tackle his his diabetes in his eyes. Okay, um, this is after this is on the third go around. So. They go to lay hands on um, on my eyes, and they start praying and stuff like that, and nothing was happening. And then they, they said, okay, Matt, they said, you know, um, talk to God. Just just talk to him and pray and, and see if you hear anything. And, dude, they walk out of the room, and they're playing worship music, and I'm just sitting there in the chair with my, with my eyes, and I'm like, you know what, God, like, you have blessed me with me being blind. Like, if, if this is not my time to be healed or anything like that, like, I'm cool with that, you know. I, I've used this to glorify you in so much. Like, it is what it is at this point. Like, I don't, I don't care. And literally, it was like I had a phone call or a phone held in my ear, and God was like, it's not time. It's not time, Matt. And I was like, Are you, I was like, okay, I'm gonna make sure this. I'm hearing you correctly. And he's like, no, it's not time. So, I call, I call, I call him back in. And I was like, yeah. I was like, they said it, it's not time. And um, he goes, well, what do you mean? And I didn't even think about it before I said it. But I, through since that documentary had, was released, um, there's been at least four or five different strangers in my life that have had dreams of me being healed. Yeah. Someone walking up, putting their hands on me and my vision being healed to, to glorify God in such a magnitude of a way that people would scratch their head and be like, okay, no, no one did this, but God. And, um, it, that's what I said. I was like, you know, people, and I told him that and I didn't even think about it. He goes, yeah, he said, well, if that's the case, he said, then my hands are tied here. There's nothing that I can do. So, we sit there and we leave South Carolina and I come back home and um, two two nights go by. I'm sitting there and um, laying in my bed and I'm I'm about to go to sleep and this is like two o'clock in the morning. My bedroom door opens. Now my back is to the door. My bedroom door opens and footsteps come all the way to my bed and and tower over me. Well, I think it's my mom checking on me. So I roll over and I'm like, Mom, what are you doing? It wasn't mom. And it wasn't no angel or anything like that. This this thing was evil, dude. Evil just sitting over there, just towering over me, just like, I guess, trying to scare me. So in my mind, I'm like, all right. I went back to my tactics from what I learned. So I was like, all right, like in the name of Jesus, like leave. And it and it didn't even think twice, gone out yeah. the door. And um, I wake up the next morning, and, I, and I'm telling mom this. She goes, well, that's funny, she said, because when I was getting ready for work, she goes, I walked into the bathroom, and uh, someone asked someone asked me as plain as day, "What do you think you're doing?" My mom heard this now, and um, she goes, uh, "I did I didn't I didn't acknowledge it." She goes, "But I think that's funny." And I'm not lying to you. Through the next couple of days, any light switches I went to go turn on, they would not power. No power would come around me. It was so weird. I'd flick on new light switches in the bathrooms. Nothing would come on. So at this point, I'm like, "All right, like this." this my life has changed dramatically since I left for the first go around to where it is now. Yeah. 
And so this is going on. Well, my buddy comes home, and we're watching the football game, and all of a sudden, man, he turns into a child, like, um, covers up in a blanket, and he goes, he, 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 like, I'm comfy, I'm comfy. And I'm like, this is a grown dude. Like, you sure you're not taking acid and just nobody dude, told you? No, look, man, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, like, who, if y'all are listening to this, just, just bear with me. It comes fourfold. Now, Josh, <laughs> I told Josh, I was like, did you gonna think I'm crazy when I'm telling you this stuff? No, no, I promise you, the thing with this stuff is, is, it don't matter if I think you're crazy or not. I don't think that you're crazy. It's there's a there's too many of these stories out there. Every, nobody's going to understand what you're saying unless they experience it. Exactly. And if you haven't experienced it, yeah. then 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 I'm looking say? for rational thing. When I say yeah. stuff like that, yeah, I'm exactly. looking for rational responses because there's there's really no way I can understand it. There's really no way anybody can understand unless they've they've seen that stuff. No, you're exactly right. You're yeah. exactly right. So. This this grown man is is covered up in a in a uh, in a leopard print blanket with it over his eyes and it's looking at me and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You know the guy. I'm like, dude, what yeah. are you doing? He goes, I'm just comfy. I like it in darkness. And I was like, all right, wait a minute. Like I've been studying the Bible, all this stuff. I was like, there, there's no way that this that this demon is showing itself in front of me. Like there's no way, dude. I go over there and I snatch the blanket off of him and I'm like, look at me. And he looks at me, and he starts, like, his lips start trembling. And I'm like, "What? hold on. And I said, uh, I said, what is your deal? He goes, I want my blankie back. Like, I want to go under darkness. I'm, I'm scared. And he snatches a blanket away from me and puts it back on his head, and I snatch it out. And my whole family's there, dude. And, and in my mind, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to see if this works. I went to go lay hands on him to get this thing out of me because that's the only thing I knew. I was like, I, yeah. I, I've dealt with this for three weeks. Like, what is happening? I go to lay hands on him, and, and I was like, you know what? Not yet because if this happens, I have freaked out my whole family. They, they don't know what's going on or anything like that. So I let it slide. But he went to go cuss me out, and he goes, uh, I forgot what he said, but before he could get the cuss word out, I was like, say it. Say it. Just like that. And I was looking at him dead in my mind, in my, in my eyes, in my mind. I'm like, this thing has no authority over me, so it can't say it. And sure enough, Josh, it, he couldn't say it. And it was puzzling to him because he, his mind was, going, uh, was trying to say the cuss word, but he couldn't say it out loud. And then next, uh, sure enough, about an hour later, it tapered off, and everyone was like, dude, what is your problem? He goes, I don't know. He goes, what do you mean? We're like, what do you mean what I mean? Like, you were rolling around on the floor like a little three-year-old, and all of a sudden, he goes, he goes I, I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. So that happens. Well, I called the guy, I called the, the, the people that were doing deliverance on me. I'm like, hey, like, all this stuff is happening. And they're like, yeah. They said, do you know why? I said, why? They said, because you, you have spent so much time in the, in the presence of the Holy Spirit and God because of this battle. Like, you're glowing, and these things can't stand to be around it. Um, and I was like, okay, well, that, that kind of makes sense. So I went back to my Bible, and I started doing research. And if, if things don't line up in my life that, that aren't going to that Bible, like, I, don't, I, I let it go. Yeah. I let it go. And I'm very, very familiar with the occult and witchcraft and all that stuff like I've studied that I've never I've never played with it or anything but at this point you have to understand okay I know what it is to be true I know what the Bible says about witchcraft and necromancy and all this other stuff and it says just don't do it so I never I, I, I had to go study to make sure what is happening to me and why this is happening so I go down this long dirt road of, of studying so crazy enough the the next day 
uh, the dude's girlfriend comes over and she's bawling, crying. She goes, Matt, she said, these things are telling me to kill myself in my sleep. Um, I can't, I can't deal with this. Um, they're telling me to, to go slit my throat in the bathroom, go hang myself. Like she was having way worse, uh, stuff happening to her than it, than it was, uh, to me. So the only thing I know to tell this girl to do is, well, uh, I'm just going to tell you what they told me to do. Start binding and loosening them. And she's like, what do you mean? So I pointed to the, the book of Matthew. I was like, start reading this stuff. And, um, she, she was a, she was a real hardcore Christian. And I was like, you believe in spiritual warfare, right? And she was like, yeah. I said, well, as much as I can tell you, like, it's very, very real, whether you want to accept it or not. And, um, she has seen it. She's seen a huge change in me. So at this point she was so desperate. She was like, I'm going to start doing this. So sure enough, man, she starts doing the same stuff. And my buddy who was acting three years old, who didn't believe in all this stuff is now seeing it not only through me, but through his girlfriend, because, she was praying and binding and loosening these things. And in her sleep, she was having horrible dreams. And he would go over and stay over at her house. And he woke up one night in a black cloud is above him and her, like trying to grab this man. And he, he wakes up and the thing goes from above him straight into the mirror. And um, he comes over here freaking out, telling me about this stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, dude. I was like, um, th- like, do you believe me now? And it was almost like. Do, do you know what manifesting is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did had you before any before they started talking to you about deliverance and anything? Yeah. Had you ever experienced any of this stuff? Uh, no, no. I, 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 I never, I never saw shadows. I never saw spirits. I never. Um, I would have some some interesting dreams. Yeah. But other than that, like nothing. Well, I'm not saying this is in your case. I'm just like yeah. I said. I, what I'm gonna have to do with the majority of this show is play devil's advocate. <laughs> you know, just I'm gonna try. I'm, Please I, do. Yeah, that, Please that, do. That, and I won't. I want to. Um, manifesting is where if you didn't see any of this stuff before, once you start looking it up, because like you said, you go down a rabbit hole. Yeah. You, you start researching. Yep. And then you start telling your friends and everything about it. You start seeing stuff like this that it might have been there before, but it wasn't that. It was something else there before, but you're wanting to see something. Like, it's in your head now. It's in your mind's eye to yep. where now you want to see it. Yep. But you can tell the difference, too. Like I said, until you experience something like you've gone through, nobody's going to fucking understand yep. it. No, Nobody will, but it's not for them to understand. Yep, you're, you're exactly right, and I'm glad you're bringing these points up because leading to what's about to happen next trumps what you just said. Yeah. So all this stuff's happening. Um, she she's praying and binding up here. One one night, uh, we're all sitting around, and and um, he was like, I just I just he's like, I don't I just don't believe in this stuff. And and by the way, he went from going from a three year old to twitching all the time, like having spasms in his body. Like he in would, your mind, or him actually? Doing no, him it? actually doing it to the okay. point where he was like, I've never done this before in my life. Like this yeah. is miserable. He'd get on the he'd get on the road and uh, just snatch the wheel with his hand, and I'm like, "What are you doing, dude?" He goes, "I'm having these uncontrollable twitches," and so one night um, we're all out to dinner, and he's twitching. He actually like knocks his drink over, and finally at this point, I I had dealt with this demon inside of of my buddy for for ever so long now, not only acting three years old, but tormenting my friend and all this other stuff. So finally, I looked at him. I was like, "You know what, dude? Tonight that thing's coming out of you." And my other buddy. You know him as well. He goes, yeah. He said, we'll deal with it tonight. So the newbies of the, of the deliverance crew <laughs> uh, told him, we're like, all right, man, when you get done eating, we're going back to the house. So we go back to the house. We, we clear out the whole house. We put put him in, the, in a chair, and, and we just start 
we start praying. Like, we, we play a couple of worship songs, and he's twitching. I mean, it's just getting worse, worse, and worse, and worse. So um, we start praying, and my buddy goes to lay hands on him. And as soon as he touches my buddy, the dude manifests instantly. This this dreadful, cussing, biting demon just manifests in this, like superhuman strength, by the way. He goes and goes to stand up. My buddy goes, I bind you in chains of righteousness to this chair. Josh, it was like angels snatched this man back down. He could not move, and there's nothing tied to this man. Yeah. So we're sitting there, we're like, okay. So we start uh, trying to get it out. And he's like, no, no, I'm not letting him go. I'm not coming out. No. It was greed, by the way. We're trying to get greed out of him. He's like, no, he'll do too much good for the kingdom. I'm not letting this go. And uh, we're like, come on, come out. Come out in the name of Jesus. Let's go. Come out in the name of Jesus. Fighting it with scripture and everything. This dude puts his hand straight through the trash can sideways now. So if the trash can's like this, he swings this way so fast, it goes through both sides of the plastic and out the other end. Like crazy superhuman stuff. And um, we we battled this thing for like two hours, man, and it just wouldn't come out. So finally at this point we're like, okay, well, he's just not willing to let go of it. So we stop, we stop, and we set him back up, and he and he looks at me and Kyle and was like, I know my purpose in life. And we were like, what do you mean? He goes, I was walking with Jesus, and he showed me a vision. Josh, the vision that was shown to him was the exact same vision I saw three years ago, but from a different perspective, and he looks at me and Kyle, and I got chills telling you this. Yeah. He goes, I saw y'all two up on the stage, and I was down here looking up at y'all, filming the whole thing. And he said, and then Jesus showed me a map of everywhere we're going. Oh, shit. Dude, like. <laughs> I know, I see, I see uh, you, yeah, dude, I, I, see I, I, I can't, man. Like, I, I cannot make this up. And he stands up, and he goes and slowly walks down the hallway. And I looked at him, I said, I said, is there, I said can I ask you a question? And he goes, yeah. I said, do you believe me now? And he goes, yeah. The, the only way I can wrap my head around any of it is if you believe in God, then you believe in angels. Exactly. And if you believe in angels, you have to believe that there's demons. Yep. I mean, there, there's. that's why when people, when I read these stories or watch these stories, or right now when you're telling me, when well, this is the first one that's ever been told to me in person, but there's been things that have been said before that you hear preachers say, and you mm-hmm. hear other folks say. Yep. And like I said, you you can be a skeptic all you want about it. If somebody's whoever's listening, um, I'm not necessarily skeptical, but like I said, I believe in what I believe in. Yeah. I'd have to see it firsthand to believe everything you're saying. Yeah. I don't think you're lying. No, whatsoever, no, you're good. You're but good. until you actually <laughs> see it. It's hard to wrap your head around. You can't wrap your fucking head around it. Exactly. And that and that's where I was at going into this cuz I was like at this point, one, who can I tell this to? Yeah. Two, what it what am I seeing? And three, um it I know this is a I know this is God doing this, but but why is this happening to me and why is no one else around me accepting all this? That's the awkward situation I was in. And I told yeah. you I was I'm awkward telling you this story because yeah, don't be like, awkward telling me. Okay. So this this happens. Well, fast forward um, a three about two weeks from now. By the way, all this has happened since August. Yeah. So my buddy goes up to uh, uh, goes up for Thanksgiving. Well, he comes back down and brings another friend. Well, 
she, her whole life, now, this was the deal. This is how we tested it. We were like, we're not going to tell her what we do. We're not going to tell her anything. We're just going to let her come in the house and hang out. Mm -hmm. Well, she wanted to uh, go on the road with my buddy for a little while, and he was like, yeah, that's fine. He goes, "Um, come on. And her whole life, ever since she was about seven years old, she always told uh, my buddy, hey, I've, I've seen shadows. The shadow has been following me around since I was a little girl, following me to school and all this other stuff. And, and I would see little boys playing and seeing the dead and all this other stuff. So at this point, and she had, she had uh, participated in some witchcraft activities. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, my sister hears word that we supposedly have this witch coming to stay at the house. <laughs> Dude, she freaks out, right? Freaks yeah. out, starts crying, and she's like, no, this is not happening, all this other stuff. And I'm like, Morgan, look, listen here, listen here. I said, if, if God has brought this person into our lives, I said, we're going to accept it, and he's going to protect us, and we're going to see what comes out of this. And so she finally calms down. Well, the, the, the girl shows up, and she's quiet for the first day. And the second day, well, the second day, Bryce, uh, Bryce calls me. He goes, hey, I got someone that wants to, um, wants to burn, uh, burn some, some objects. And I was like, okay, cool. So we, we do a bonfire and stuff like that. And this, his friend was trying to get rid of, of objects that she thought um, were, were evil. Like yeah. she was trying to change her life around. So that she was like trashing all these evil paintings and stuff like that. Well, this is like at eleven o'clock at night. Well, uh, the girl who was who was uh, was staying with us uh, and all that, she she's sitting here watching the bonfire, and sure enough, this smell of rotten eggs come out of the come out of the bonfire, and we're like, we look at her, and she goes, "Y'all smell that?" And we're like, "Yeah," and then all of a sudden, it went from uh, rotten eggs to roses, and then to another smell, and she into brimstone. And uh, she goes, these these smells are very familiar. She's saying this now. Now nobody yeah. said anything because that was a deal. Don't we're not talking about this to no one. She starts taking notes in her phone. Well, as she's taking notes in her phone, she start the uh, faces start appearing on this drum now. And I got pictures of all this. Everything I'm telling you, I've got proof. So if this tape airs, it's because Josh has seen the proof of all this stuff. So. These, these demonic faces are screaming on this barrel, moving, flying on this barrel and everything. And my, everyone can see this. And we're just like, you know, what is going on? We're, we're playing stupid at this point. She's taking notes. Well, as soon as she's taking notes, she does one of these. She does a hard like that. And I catch it. And she takes two steps back and she doesn't say nothing. And I didn't ask her about it. Well, the next night we were going to... Um, we were going to uh, take a trip up to uh, Indiana because my buddy found out that his parents were heavily into witchcraft. Yeah. So we were like, all right, we've got to chase down this family tree and figure out what's going on. We're going to break all these curses. Uh, and you read in Deuteronomy about all that stuff. Your family going to be cursed to the fourth, fifth, even tenth generation from the Bible by playing around with this stuff. So that night, I, uh, I told him, I was like, well, if you're driving, I'm going to sleep the whole way because we were going through Cincinnati at like 5 o'clock. And I was like, dude, I'm not dealing with that traffic. Like, I'm I'm, Yeah, I'm that's sleep. where I've been. I know what you mean. Okay, exactly. Um, so me and her stay up. We're sitting there talking. And um, and I said, can I ask you a question? She's like, yeah. I said, um, I said you, uh, you, you've seen shadows and stuff like that. She goes, yeah. And I said, oh, okay. I said, um, I'm just curious. I said, because um, I, I really don't you know, believe in this stuff. I said, have you, have you seen anything here since you've been here? She looks at me, Josh, with the most puzzled look on her face. And she goes, it's funny you say that. She said, because every time I went, every time I was feeling something about to show up, it couldn't show up. 
And I was like, okay. I was like, what do you mean by that? She goes, the other night at the, at the, at the fire, she said, I saw a shadow. She goes, it was a hooded person walking out of the tree line to the property line. She goes, and when it got to the property line, it, it was like it couldn't penetrate it and it disappeared. And at this point, it was like, God, light bulb, ding. I was like, can I show you something that's going to blow your mind? And I took out a pen and a piece of paper, and yes, I'm blind, but I can still draw a little bit. <laughs> I drew the house, and I drew the property perimeter. Mm-hmm. And I said, every night when I pray, I pray that God sends warring angels to surround the property perimeter, the house, above it and below it. And I said, I said, and I walked her outside, I said, is this where you saw him disappear? And she goes, yeah. I said, would it blow your mind to know that there was angels sitting right here? And her face, it, it was like she had discovered fire, dude. She's like, you mean to tell me that there's a higher power than these shadows that I'm seeing because they've tormented me my whole life? And it was at that point that it was like, okay, this is starting to make sense now. So I look at her and I said, you know what? Um, we're, going, we're going up north to, to help y'all out. And I said, I'm not going to tell you anything else on this journey, um, but you just watch and you just watch and you let me know your thoughts at the end of this. Now, keep in mind, she had, she had played in witchcraft. She had done all this other stuff, and she wasn't a believer in God at all. She's like, yeah, I believe in him, but then I stopped believing. When you say played in witchcraft, give them kind of an idea of what you're talking okay, about. Okay, okay. Um, so and give me a fucking idea because I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know. Okay, so the so the Bible the Bible specifically says uh, I think it's uh, Deuteronomy 18, starting in verse 10. It says necromancy, which is talking to the dead, um, uh, uh, fortune telling. Um, manifestations, spirit, uh, making spells, um, hexes, uh, voodoo. It's, it, it all is a form of witchcraft. The Bible even yeah. says rebellion against authority is witchcraft. So any, any of that, when I say witchcraft, is a very broad topic, but yeah. it's, it all falls in line. Because at this point, we had to figure out, okay, if this is witchcraft, we know how to end this stuff. The Bible tells us how to end this stuff. So we head up north, and... Um, and we go, we go to this church, and we're sitting there. Um, my buddy, my buddy wanted to go up there and visit the church. The actually, the guy that did deliverance on me, he wanted to go to the church that did deliverance on him. So at this point, we're kind of getting a history lesson of as to what all this stuff is happening and, and everything. Well, um, <laughs> this is where it gets, this is where it gets crazy. So we go to the church, and my buddy gets deliverance, and. He's, he's hacking up and coughing up all this other stuff, and this is in a church, and people are... Th- like, this church is well-known for deliverance, by the yeah. way. So it's nothing new to them. Well, at this point, my other buddy, who didn't believe in nothing, who acted like a three-year-old and saw the vision, he randomly stands up and goes in there and lays hands on this dude, and sure enough, they start coming out. So his mind's blown and stuff like that. We leave the church. We go back to the hotel room, and... Um, and there was, there was a study that I was doing uh, with a pastor, and for some reason I couldn't get through his tapes. I couldn't get through his tapes because it, it felt like I was leaving, leaving my body again. Um, yeah. My hands would start getting sweaty. I'd start getting real anxious. So I told the guy who did deliverance on me a while back, I was like, dude, I cannot listen to this tape without something weird happening. And he goes, okay. I said, matter of fact, I was like, I'm going to sit in this chair. I was like, and you tell me what you, tell me what you think. Dude, I start, I, start, um, I start playing this tape, and instantly... He looked at me. He goes, "Dude, he's like, you're you're manifesting." And I was like, "I told you." And I and we all and I do this. Like I did this to let him know. It, it's hard to explain, man, uh, in deliverance when you when when these things start coming up because it's like what you see, you're being drawn back from what you see. Um, it's like tunnel vision. 
Yeah. And, I, and I did that to let him know, like, okay, I'm drifting back. It's coming. And sure enough, here, here it comes. We start hacking them up. Well, I hack up about four of them, and then all of a sudden my body goes in lock mode. I'm sitting in a chair. My feet feel like they're bolted to the floor. My hands will not move. And from my neck down, my body gets colder than a drink that you would pull out of the refrigerator. It's like from my neck down, my body did not have life. And I look at, I look at my buddy. I'm like, I, I was like, I am so cold. And he looks at me. He grabs my hands, and, and they were solid white. And he goes, dude, um, he's cold. And the other guy was like, yeah, this, this, is, this is a big one. And um, the next thing I know, my other buddy, he's between the the bed and the window. He hits the floor, like, and he's like, help, help, like, y'all, help. And we're like, what is he, what, what's wrong? He goes, dude, my stomach, he goes, get him outside. Now, this is this is all going down 1145 in an Indiana hotel room. Loud, the, the hotel's booked, packed out. So they take uh, my buddy into the hallway. They start praying. This black guy, now this is what I'm being told because I'm still in the room uh, uh, bound to the chair, not like not physically bound. Yeah. Um, this black guy opens up the door in the hallway and looks at looks at them like, what is going on? Like he's about to cuss them out and they don't stop praying. They finish praying and the black guy looks at him, shakes his head like, all right, a- amen. And he shuts the door. So they go back into the room and as soon as they shut the door, now everyone is standing still. I got one person right here, one person right here, and one person in front of me. From the door, you know how they had the the hangers that hang there? You can't yeah. Okay. It was like somebody took their fist and ran them through the hangers. It went whoom, just by itself. The thing moved from the hangers, comes all the way around me, and comes behind my head now at my ear. And I literally hear the clearest ultra-high-definition thing that I've ever heard in my life goes just like that and I look at I look at my buddy and life leaves my face I'm like did y'all not hear that and they're like no my other buddy who didn't believe it who was acting like a three-year-old he goes I heard that and I so that so at this point we're on the same page so they start the uh they start praying and 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 talking in scripture and saying get out of the get out in the name of Jesus and and it would not leave well Sure enough, my uh, God tells my buddy, hey, tell him to stand up and start worshiping. Like, tell him to thank Jesus for freeing him of everything. Josh, I went, I went to go stand up. He goes, don't think about it, just stand up. I stand up, and I can barely get my hands this far over my head. And he goes, Matt, worship, tell, tell Jesus thank you. And I go, thank you, G-. And I couldn't say it. And uh, he goes, say it again. And I was like, thank you, G-. And I went, my, my hands cut like this, and I went to go in the fetal position. I was like, no, 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 no. And I went to go bite my hand. And this is where the crap hits the fan. Um, he tells me, he says, grab, grab, grab him. They grab me by the arms, and, I, and I, when I stand up, it ain't Matt at this point. Yeah. I take this dude about your size, and I go to throw him over my shoulder. My other buddy grabs me, snatches me back, and I, I, they hold me back like this. And I go to kick, and when I kick, I kick my best friend pretty much across the room into the lamps. I'm not, I am not lying. They throw me on the bed and he's like, hallelujah. Like, thank you, Jesus, for freeing this man. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Cussing him out. And all of a sudden it was like, no. When that thing left, it was just like that. And I'm screaming bloody murder. I actually screamed so loud. I strained my vocal cords. Now, no one in the hotel room heard us. We had no noise complaints or anything. 
and my buddy who was having the stomach pain between me and the window, they looked outside and someone was out there trying to interfere with what was going on in that room. Yeah. Explain that. Couldn't tell you, bro. I cannot, to this day, I cannot explain that to you. I don't think you're supposed to explain any of this shit. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't think when you have moments like this does not matter. You can't explain it. No, it, exactly. Only thing, only thing I can wrap my head around was that my family was was so hardcore into some ungodly things from my from generations back that I didn't even know. Yeah. Um, like I said, the Bible says that you're cursed from the the fourth, fifth generation all the way up to the tenth, like the bastard child. So these 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 things were following me in my path, or following me to me that that happened so far back. I mean, you you go back to all this uh, occult stuff. That's where all this stuff was coming from. And that's what he was telling me. So at this point, I'm like, okay, now I got to go down my whole family family tree of all this stuff that's happening. Well. Fast forward, um, we, we go to we go up to Wisconsin um, and deal with this family and trying to figure out why why their children are this way. And sure enough, I've got an audio recording on my phone. I recorded the whole interview. Um, the grandparents at, at age like seven or eight, they were in an abandoned house and there was a burnt uh, footprint in the floor. And Grandma walks over there and she puts her foot in the uh, footprint and or yeah the foot the footprint and it contours to the size of her foot. This went on. This went through nine children. That there was nine kids in that house that day. Each had different foot sizes, and this burnt foot would move to their shoe size. So if it was a size five, perfectly fit a five. If it was a five, size nine, perfectly fit a nine. That that right there was hardcore witchcraft. We we knew that. But then what got creepier was, and she goes, "Yeah, right above it, we went upstairs, and she said there was burnt uh, children's clothes um, in the attic." So it was like, okay, now we're now we're dealing with some sacrificial stuff. Like this is, this is absurd. So the, it, it's, things start making sense as to why this stuff is happening. Well, we uh, we go from Wisconsin to now that we know all this stuff to go back to the family's house in North Carolina. Well, the family's house in North Carolina, the mom was to the point to where she would go outside and look up at the stars from sun up to sundown. I mean, just stare off in the days. I mean, it was to the point where mom was completely gone. Um, not saying she was fully possessed, but there was some weird stuff happening in the house. They were reading tarot cards and all the other stuff, and that's a whole different topic for another day, but part of witchcraft. And the stepsister was practicing witchcraft. She was she was claiming that she was a witch. And we show up in the house, um, and we have a long talk. Well, the mom wouldn't even come out of the come out of the darkness. Like the room was room had lights and stuff hanging, and she, she the lights were on, but she stayed in the dark corner, would not move. So we're like, okay, like this is really weird. Well, the the girl who was claiming to be a witch, she wakes up from her nap and comes downstairs, and we start uh, we start sharing the gospel with them and like talking to her about Jesus and stuff like that. And and I was asking her, I was like, you know, I was like, there's there's some there's some crazy stuff that happens with this stuff. I was like, even though you think you're not doing nothing, I was like, you're opening doors that you don't know how to close them. I said, the the stuff that we've been dealing with, I said, you you don't even want to you don't even go down that road. I said, because it'll it'll terrify you. And um, we talked to her, dude. And after we get done, after this long hour and a half conversation with the whole family, um, at this point there were kids coming down and they were they were laughing and giggling. The conversation went completely a different route than we thought it was because we were there just to talk to the mom. And the next thing we know, we're talking to the whole family, um, ages from 17 all the way to nine years old. 
they're sitting there laughing and, and cutting up and, and telling us like how Jesus has worked in their life. And literally when we get done, dude, you can't tell me this is not the power of God. That girl who claimed to be a witch stood up and she goes, will y'all go to my room? And I look at my two buddies and I'm like, yeah, we'll go. So we walk up the stairs, and as soon as she walks into her room, I'm right behind her. She turns, and with almost tears in her eyes, and she goes, I'm scared. And I said, um, I said, why are you scared? She said, because these things are telling me that I need to keep these. And I said, I said, you know why they're telling you that? And she's like, why? I said, because there are, there are, are men here in this house that, that God is using vessels through to get rid of this evil stuff. And I said, um, God's going to free you of this stuff right now. And as soon as I said that, dude, we walked in, and it was like every, everything that was dark in that room lit up, and she filled up her whole bed of Ouija boards, hexes, crystals, uh, moon water, all this stuff that was like she was almost so far into it that it was to the point to where if she would have gotten into it any soon, anymore, she would have been in some deep, deep trouble. So she, uh, she puts these things on a, in, a, in a box to burn. And she goes, by the way, she said, that mirror right there, she goes, people come in and out of that mirror. And I said, okay. I said, we'll take the mirror off the wall. And we go downstairs to the fire pit. Mom is freaking out, dude. She's cussing us out. Y'all better not be burning my da 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 This is a bunch of BS, da 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 Like completely flip script. Yeah. Like, like I'm calm now. It was like, okay, now mom's over here manifesting. Like these things in her are getting mad about what we're doing. Um, and the kids are picking up on it. They're like, why is she acting like that? And we're like, look, like, understand it's not your mom. Like, things are happening right now, and it's okay. And they're like, okay. Well, the, the girl went to go shatter some of these crystals. Well, if you know anything about crystals and witchcraft, like, they hold energy, good yeah. energy, and, and all this other stuff. She went to go crush them with a sledgehammer, and she couldn't do it. And she started crying. She goes, I can't crush these because these are a part of me. And we're like, we we're like, it's okay. Like, there's nothing more powerful than than Jesus. And um, and she goes, I just can't do it. And all the kids are like, Yeah, you can do it. Come on, you know, we want you free of this stuff. Like, God loves you. Jesus loves you. Like, you can do it. She takes that sledgehammer, dude, and she shatters those crystals. And when she does, she starts bawling, crying. Well, we take some of the some of the boards, and she even had a spell book. We threw the spell book in the fire, and I actually have a video of this too. The spell book, the whole hour we were out out there, would not burn. It would not burn at all. In the middle of the fire, bonfire, probably three or four foot flames, this book was engulfed in fire and would not burn. And I looked at her, and she goes, why is it not burning? I said, I, 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 can't, I don't want to talk to you about it right here in front of, the, in front of the little ones. I said, but I think you know why. I said, you've got to let it go. And she goes, well, how do I do that? And I said, you want me to pray with you? And she was like, yeah. She goes, but I don't know what to say. I said, okay. I said, we'll start. We'll start right here. I was like, I was like, God. And she repeated after me. I was like, um, please forgive me for all the hexes, all the spells, all the castings I've done. Um, I've, I've completely steered away from you. Any damage that I've done to myself, I, please forgive me. Please forgive me for hurting others and all this other stuff. And then mostly, I'm willing to lay all this at your feet and God free me. And as soon as those words came out of her mouth, dude, that, that book engulfed, boom, gone, like burnt as a crisp. So they started throwing more stuff in there. And these uh, crystals that she would wear around her neck with the string, they would turn into a snake in the fire and swirl up and go up into the sky. Like, I can't make this stuff up, man. I, I cannot. Uh, if you could, you could write a hell of a, a movie. 
Yeah, <laughs> dude. At, at this at this point, man, in my mind, I'm sitting here thinking like I'm I am I am I am li- literally living a a Bible story. Yeah, and it just it kept getting crazier. Well, she gets free of all this stuff, man, and she's bawling, crying the whole time, and, and we're sitting there, you know, thank you, Jesus. Well, <laughs> the youngest one randomly picks up their phone and starts playing worship music, just randomly, and they start dancing and stuff, and it, dude, it was the most glorifying thing ever, and um. She goes, what about the mirror? And I said, well, we'll get your we'll get your stepdad to destroy the mirror. And he goes, well, I'm a con- I'm a construction worker, so I'll take it to work and destroy it. Well, we leave the house at like 1:30 in the morning. We get a call at two o'clock from the girl that was free of all this all this witch stuff. And she goes, there's a there's a man in my room screaming, asking me what I done with the mirror because he wants to come back in my room. Shit. Now, yeah, dude, like I'm saying, like random stuff. And I was like, did he destroy the mirror? She goes, no. I said, you go make him destroy that mirror right now. Like destroy it completely, so she she goes and destroys the mirror, and and we haven't heard back from that from that case since. But here here's where the fourfold is: is the girl that went on the road with us um, turned her life around based off of all these series of events. Asked for a Bible for Christmas, went um, is going to church now, and even told her boyfriend that. Um, he had a Travis Scott poster in his room that if if he didn't burn that because of all the evil stuff that he was doing, she was leaving. He burned that. She's turned him his life around to God. The witch, uh, the ex-witch that got rid of all of her stuff, she's turned her life around to God. Even went and told her witch friends how to get free of all this stuff. They're getting free. The mom, the mom is slowly starting to see the change in the children, and she's turning her life around. So it was like this beautiful story of everything that's happening, man, and all this craziness. It was like you know what. God can do amazing things out of evil. And it, and it was when I was sitting in the car coming back home to Milledgeville, and I was like, and it was like, God, I was sitting there puzzled in my mind, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, all this stuff, like, why is all this stuff happening? And, and dude, you see this right yeah. here? God was like, do you remember that situation that happened the day your grandfather was buried? Do you remember what what the news was that you got that day and the pain and the hurt and everything else? And I'm like, yeah, God. He goes, is it, was it, do you see how you had to go through that in order for me to put you where I need you to be? And now that's the greatest thing that has ever happened to you. And he didn't, he could not have said it any better because it was because of that tragedy when it seems like it's happening to you, it's happening for you, that that happened in order for me to go through this crazy stuff and help these people get free because of the stuff that I've been through. And that was the fourfold of diving through darkness because yeah. now it's, it's actual darkness and freeing these people. Uh, dude, I'll tell you a cu- <laughs> just a couple things. <laughs> uh, I know where really good stuff is happening. Usually really bad stuff tries to attack. Exactly, always. So, yeah. you know, robbers don't break into empty houses. Exactly. And there's going to be a – you obviously have probably a lot of skeptics and stuff with the yep. stuff you're saying. You have to see it. But, you know, as long as you – if you believe in angels and God, then you have to believe in the other side. Yep. Pentecostals are famous for it, of laying hands on you and – People locking up or saying that they got rid of their diseases or, or whatever or their demons and all that kind of stuff. Um, Catholics, too. Catholics have a long history of getting rid of demons. Yep, you're exactly right. And like I said, we, did, we, don't, we live in a world where we just don't understand it. I think, to be honest with you, I think you being pretty much blind, I, I think you see a different world anyway. 
And I see, I, and I've heard I, that through so many other I, people. I, as I well. think that you probably see differently right now. When I said mine's out earlier, right now one of the things I'm looking into is um, you ever heard of ayahuasca? Ayahuasca is something that Native Americans have used for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. And it is to open you up to where you see a completely different world. And they say it's the actual real world that we live in. That uh, the way that we were raised and all the things that we saw from TV, signs, radio, everything. That you don't see the actual world we live in. We've been tricked to see what we see. So it would almost make sense that you see a different world. You might even see the actual real fucking world. You, you <laughs> might actually see, because you're using your mind's eye more than you're using anything else. Um, a lot of people probably don't believe it. I, I'm not going to sit here and say I don't believe you. Yeah. That you're very passionate when you talk about it. Usually when somebody's lying or somebody's exaggerating, they're not that passionate. You're passionate when you talk about it. It makes me believe you. It makes me want to dive into it more and everything. Yeah. Um, but it also, I don't think it's my place to. I don't think God put that on you for me to make me a believer out of it. I uh, think maybe. He, I don't know. I think he did it. I think he did it for you. Okay. I think. And then it gives you a purpose. Yeah. Well, if, I mean, it, here's the thing. And it's like, I, I, if you're still here and you're listening to this, like fact check me on all this stuff. Uh, I'm not Roman Catholic. I'm not Pentecostal. Um, actually, it's, it's funny because the, the the teachings that were that I sat there and studied were from a, a Baptist church, which yeah. makes which makes no sense. But he, here's the thing: well, Baptists used to fuck around with snakes too. True, you're exactly right. Yeah, I mean, exactly. They, they used to. This this is this is where society has gotten messed up. Is okay. There's over forty thousand denominations of of, of religions. Out yeah. Here. Okay. When when Jesus was here, he taught he he taught deliver. I said deliverance. He taught casting out demons, healing the sick, his kingdom. Yeah. And my Father's kingdom and love. And it's like, it, when you understand that um, and, and toss religion to the side and be like, okay, um, he said this, and because he said it, then then why not why not it be true? Because people people limit God to, to that Bible. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, this should make sense or this should make sense. It's like, you know, fact check it. If you if you want to sit there and, and understand like why is this why is there so much evil in the world, then then dive into the book of Deuteronomy. But it, 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 Jesus said himself, he's like, for those of you who believe in my name, these signs will follow. Yeah. And the first one is casting out demons, and people can't even wrap their head around that. They're like, what do you mean? Or I'm a Christian. I don't have demons. Look, let me tell you something. Everyone that I know of that I've met has one. It's saying everyone has a demon. Um, it, it may be true. I haven't found one yet that, that doesn't have one. Not saying that you're going to sit there and manifest and tear your whole house up and everything else, but the people that are there that deal with the anger or the anxiety or the depression or the are people that they dealt with their had a traumatic childhood since childhood, there's stuff deep rooted in people that have been there their whole life and that that's that's they think that this is just who I am, this is all I know, and that's not the case at all. So I, it, it it goes both ways, man. It goes both ways. Right. I mean, I, I like I said, it ain't that I don't believe you. It's I haven't seen it. I know people that would probably come sitting here right now that would 100% believe you because I've heard stories <laughs> about them seeing shit. I, I, ha I haven't seen anything. But it's, like I said, there's been too many people 
that have talked about the same thing that you're talking about now. Yeah. Some of them, they, they will fight you till the day they die that they saw what they saw. Yeah. And you know what? If somebody's willing to go to their deathbed saying this, that story, then I believe them. You know, yeah. I've heard stories of people seeing ghosts. I don't believe in ghosts. I believe in demons. Yeah. I, I, and the same thing, I believe angels are some of them too. Like, if I believe in that, then I have to believe in the stuff you're talking about. And I think when it comes to witchcraft and stuff, I think that's just another way of saying that you worship Satan. Uh, so, exactly. So it's where you worship angels and God, then you have people that do the complete opposite. And here, it, and it, it all makes sense in a realistic point of view if you put it that way. And until you actually see the shit that you've been around, there's no way to put it into context to people. Exactly. And and here's the thing is, is I... They, it, I'm trying to wrap my head around it myself. And what you said, and what you said about the Bible a while ago about Jesus casting out, yeah, uh, all this Even kind of stuff. The disciples did it. Like, th- th- think about it like this: back then, the world wasn't polluted the way that it is now with the things you see, the things you're raised in. It was, it was a very, very just one track world back then. You either believed in God or you didn't. There wasn't yeah. a whole bunch of things confusing you or whatever. So it would make more sense to me that in the Bible, when it says some stuff that's very, very unbelievable, very, very hard things to believe, back then people were closer to God, so they saw it more. And that's that's what I was talking about when when I walked away from social media and I and I and I took my time and devoted it one hundred percent to God, He opened up a door to a whole lot of things and was like, look, like, is it, is it common, is it common sense that there's so much evil in this world? Absolutely. It's, it's every day and it's out in the open now, like yeah. all this Illuminati stuff and, and everything else like that. But, you know, I, I, I hope people, I hope people go to fact check me, but if you're going to fact check me and do all this stuff, then do it from a biblical standpoint and, and don't come at me with this, this new age or, or Indian stuff like that. And I'm not making like, not, oh, no, 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 not no, doing no, that. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I, I have to stand where I stand because it, it is it's the word against the world and the yeah. world if Satan is is king on this on this earth like that's yeah. that's the, this is job but you said it best if I if I if I believe in God I believe in angels then I have to believe in demons because if you think about it God created demons they come hand in hand exactly I mean Lucifer exactly. was an angel cast down he was a, he was a, it, it's so funny man people don't understand that that's a whole different topic but yeah uh, Lucifer was made with with pipes and organs in him. That was his job was to worship. Yeah. And it makes so much sense as, huh, well, the music industry is jacked up. I wonder why. All this Illuminati stuff is because that's his industry. Like, that's that's what he did in heaven before he fell. Yeah. So hey, look, I promise you, like, there's, there's a part of me that really wants to see that shit because I think it's out there. I, I If you want to know the truth, I do. I think the shit's out there. But... I don't think it's meant for everyone to see. I think leaders are supposed to see certain things. If leaders didn't see something different, you wouldn't have a pope. Like, you wouldn't have certain leaders of God. You wouldn't have certain... I would like to think the people that are really supposed to be preachers, at some point in time, God actually talked to them and said, this is your path. Yeah. I'm not supposed to see that stuff. I'm supposed to see the things that lead me down my path. But it makes total fucking sense to me that somebody like you, that... <laughs> that I didn't do nothing. I, I, no, no, no. Okay. What I'm saying is you are supposed to see different things than I am. Yeah. It's almost supposed to be where when people... Let's say like I was to say right now, I don't believe a damn word you say. I got you. You believe in what you believe in, right? Yeah. 
So it's going to make you believe even harder in what you believe in because I'm going against it now, and I'm saying I don't believe in it whatsoever. So it actually makes your faith stronger in the things that you've seen because you know that you've seen it. Some people, when they go against you, they make your story even more credible to yourself. It makes you believe in it even more. And that's the purpose of you experiencing things yeah. is for you to have a grip on it. It doesn't matter if anybody else has a grip on it. There'll be people I'm sure that listen to this right now is like, that dude is crazy as <laughs> hell. What is he doing? I want those drugs. Yeah, no, I've, not, but, I've never done a drug in my life. But I think that's your path. Yeah. I think with, you know, you suddenly losing your sight. And everything else that you've been through. Y'all go listen to the first episode and you'll hear more of what this man's been through. <laughs> um, Crazy journey. There's a reason why you don't have stories to tell. You don't build faith. You don't have things that other people don't unless you go down these fucked up roads. Yeah. Like, that's your story. Yeah. Man, there's, if you were sitting here talking to someone right now that had experienced any of that stuff, it wouldn't be special. It wouldn't be special because then I'd be like, oh, remember this time I cast this fucking demon out? Yeah. yeah. Like, it doesn't, that's not how it works. You are supposed to be, when we first did the first show, I told you I believe there's warriors in this world and there are preachers. Yeah, there you go. Though everybody's got a mission, everybody is being led a certain way. Exactly right. You're being led down a road that that is your path. And nobody's going to understand your path unless they're supposed to be on your path. Yeah. But if you believe in God, like I do, then you have to... I have to think that what you're going through is happening. Yeah. I don't think you've decided, hey, I'm going to make up this ridiculous story. <laughs> I don't need the fame. For, for, I don't yeah, need the fame. First off, if it was, if you was making a story up, maybe you'd make it a little bit more believable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, the reason why your story is the way it is is because that's the way it is to you. Yeah. I I know liars. I've had them sit across from me. I've called people out being full of shit. <laughs> I have. I told you. I told you when I got here. I was like, dude, you know, dude, I, it, I'm, I'm going to tell you my story. It's <laughs> one of those things that I just know that if you have people that are monks in this world, you have a pope. You have all these people that have given up everything in their life to worship God. Wouldn't it make sense there's a complete opposite? Like, wouldn't it make sense that you have something that is so evil running around if you have stuff that's so godly? Yeah. yeah. So, And you have to have spiritual leaders, or whatever you want to call them, that battle that entity. And, I mean, some of these spiritual leaders that we, we have that we think are, are following the line of God, they're not. That's, Joel Alstein. And then, uh, piece yeah. of shit. Well, I mean, like you don't have to say it. Joel's <laughs> <laughs> these piece of shit. There, there, there's so many people that's in this spotlight now that that it, it's almost like you know the Bible says uh, even the uh, even the elect will be deceived, mm -hmm. deceived, and it's like people people are at, portraying this godly uh, perspective with with a little bit of twist to them that people don't catch unless you're looking yeah. for it, and it's like I see right through them. Yeah, see, I catch a lot of shit because they're like, how can you sit here and say you love the good Lord? And then go get drunk or talk shit. Nobody's or perfect. Whatever. Nobody's perfect. The way I put them is that's how you know I'm not a hypocrite. Yeah. That's how you know that I can sit here and I can have just as much faith if I'm drunk, if I can, if, if I'm sober. My faith never wavers. It's my relationship with the good Lord. Now, if you listen to me when I'm hammered and you think that's a good time for you to find faith, 
that's your own shit. Yeah. Like that, that's 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 not gonna work for me. Are you? Yeah. But you just you have a different message, man. I like I said, you are supposed to go through certain things in life. You're supposed to go through hell. Um, you know, you didn't tell me before you came in here that any of this had to do with losing your uh, papa. I lost mine on Christmas morning. Yeah. And I, I've been I've been struggling the, the past week. And all this shows me is, hey, look, it, faith is everywhere. Faith comes in different shapes, different sizes. The thing that I believe in the absolute most, yep. why I have a cross on my chest and a Bible verse on my shoulder, is there's preachers, there's warriors. You're a warrior. And if that if I believe in what I say and I believe in the Bible, then I, I believe in the stuff you're talking about. I just can't physically wrap my head around it yeah. unless I saw it. And I'll be real with you. I don't want to fuck see it. <laughs> I was just about to ask that, you. That, I don't want to see it. That's, I, I, I like when you're talking about the pictures and, and the stuff. Like that, I don't want to see it because I, that's not my road. Yeah. I'm, I'm having, I got enough faith in you that you're not completely full of shit. I'm going to hear this. And it's up to them to, to look up your stuff and you show them and everything like that. My thing is, is I know you're a man of faith. And from that first show that we did, I know you are. I know you look, get a little sideways, or you, you like me, and a whole, not like drinking or anything. Like, you're, you're different. Yeah. You're down one path. I like that you're down that path. It's, like, it's nice to know that if a demon ever takes hold of me, I know where to go to now. <laughs> it, but, but understand, like, understand that it's not me doing this. I'm just a willing vessel. I've, yeah. I've opened my life 100% to God using me to do this yeah. stuff. It's not Matt doing this at all. But you're an outlet. You're an extension of God. Exactly. You're an exactly. extension of God. Exactly. I know I can't call him, but I can call you. You know what I'm saying? I can call yeah. on him. Now, whether he answers or not, that's yeah, between right, me right, and I him. knock on your door like, hey, yo, God yeah, told me. You I'm know like, what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you see me showing up at your house talking about, yeah. hey, hey, look, I got a demon. She's about five foot two. She won't quit calling my phone. <laughs> She's a succubus. I need you to cast her out. Just make sure I ain't been drinking first and talking about one of my exes. Hey, man. But, uh, dude, no, I, I'm proud of you. I, if, that's, if that's your road, then you're going to be hella good at it. Yeah. And I think that the, the blindness, I think that was part of it. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I think and this part it, of it. And I, I don't even think midway through, or we're not even midway through this testimony. I think this is the maybe the first 25% of this leg, as crazy as everything has been, because, like, I, I, I've been shown other things. And, and it's like, you know, when you when you get really close to God, man, um, it's a, it's amazing what he'll show you. It, 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 but it it's a gift, but it also hurts because it's like what I see and what he's shown me only God can be able to do it, and that's and that's with the people in my life, that's with uh, my family, that's with my life in general. Because he, here's the thing, man: is it does does it sound really cool? Like, yeah, I go in here and battle these things. Like, yeah, absolutely. But what people don't realize is the damage that's done to the opposing team. There's always backlash. Yeah, and that's what just like you said, the enemy comes to attack in many, 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 many different ways. And yeah, I mean, I'm not sitting here saying I don't get pounded. I would lie to you if I didn't. You know what though, and I'm just sitting, I'm not trying to be punny when I say this. You literally can't see it coming though. <laughs> you would. No, no, we no, almost went this whole show. No, I, 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 I almost. <laughs> but literally, think about it. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. You, you can't see a bunch of the negative comments. You're gonna overlook some stuff. Yeah. If anybody is sitting there talking shit about you, you're not gonna necessarily see it. Mm. And then if someone does want you to know about it. 
They have to speak to you, and then maybe by them speaking to you, you can change their mind, or you can help them find faith. Blindness almost is a is a blessing in this situation. Yeah, exactly. You get to you get to you get to use that mind's eye. So, but uh, uh, yeah, no, no, dude, I, 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 I it's a lot. It's a lot. It, no, it, but, it, it is. It is. It is. But I, I, I guess where where I'm getting at with this is okay. If if you believe it, you believe it. If you don't, yeah. you don't. But but here's the thing, and I want to make this clear to to everyone is. Yeah, this may not be the calling for everyone, but understand that because the Holy Spirit lives inside you, you have authority over these things. Anyone can do this, um, and in the power of the name of Jesus, I mean, there's. I don't there's think a, anyone can do it. You know, I don't. I think it takes someone special. No. no. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. No, 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 it doesn't. Because here's the thing: if 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 you ask Jesus to come inside your life, you're you're sealed. You're yeah. sealed to the day of redemption. There's been times where we. I'm talking about doing what you're doing. Yeah, you you have authority over those things. If it, or let's just say let's I don't I don't want authority over any of it. But I want you to have it. No, <laughs> I, no, that, but that, but that, but I our, know what you're saying. I'm okay, fucking, okay, I'm fucking with you. I'm but don't take you. this don't take this the wrong way. People that are like that are also can be weak in faith because yeah. it's like if you really understood who you are and how much Jesus loves you and your heirs to the throne. Yeah. Because the Holy Spirit lives in you, dude. You're you're like, dude. I, I want to go do these punk demons like and get them out of people. Because like the you've been there. You've yeah. been you've been in darkness. I've been in darkness, and yeah. it's like, would I ever want anyone else to go through that? No, absolutely not. So if I can go do something about it, let's roll, dude. Like that's your, get that's the car. Walk, let's go. That's yeah. your walk, though. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's got a different walk. Yeah. Well, Matt, uh, I hope next time you come back. <laughs> that you give me a little heads up first, <laughs> dude. Okay. I'm glad you did. Okay. I'm glad you did. Okay. I'm glad you did. And I still would have done it anyway. Because, like I said, I I believe how passionate you are about this. It's very obvious. And I always say it's the only thing that matters when it comes to the good Lord is your relationship with Him. You're exactly right. You obviously you have a great relationship with God. You you, you can see it. You can see that glow on you. Okay. And if that's if that's your road to go down, I am here to support you. Well. You know, I'm not. I have no problem with it. I've looked. I have literally seen this stuff and read this stuff on documentaries and books. Yeah, I know it exists. There's, there's, there's too many accounts of it. I just don't think it's meant for everybody to see or understand. I got you. That's all I mean. No, I, like, that's it, a, it, you that's know, a fair I, opinion on your behalf. Yeah, I don't. I that's that's just how I feel. Is I don't think that everybody's supposed to. I got you. Imagine if, because you know how skeptical everybody is when you post, or like you've seen these ghost sightings or whatever on television or whatever. Yeah. Okay. It means a lot to the people it's supposed to mean a lot to. Yeah. And other people are like, that's not, that's a fucking, that's a shadow. That's not a ghost. Like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? You touch people with your faith the way that you're supposed to. And that's all that matters. Yep. That's absolutely all that matters. Yep. You're exactly right. But uh we're gonna have to catch up in you know the next couple of months too. I gotta know where this goes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, gotta for go. sure, man. I got and you know what? Next time we'll uh we'll we'll get some more people in here too, because there's probably a lot more questions that it probably wanted to ask and I don't know how to ask them. I don't know what questions I would have asked to be honest with you. Well look, you you actually have the upper hand cuz like I said I walked away from social media. Yeah. So they can reach out to you. The questions are yeah. in your hands like 
Drop them in the comment section. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, uh, happy New Year's. And uh, yeah, man. I hope 2022 is a hell of a year for you. Yeah, man. God bless everyone. All right, folks. Thank you all for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey. I will catch you all next time.